0: Welcome back, y'all, to episode 51 of the Zachary Wingate Podcast, where we go 365 days bringing you a podcast every single day. Today's date is September 25th, and it's a Sunday, and I got a good show for you today. It's more than just rambling. I did some research, and I brought you a show. So y'all sit back, relax, and listen, and enjoy the show. Okay, what are we getting into today? Is it going to be cosmic space aliens, um, underground people, Donald Trump? What is it? Well, today I have something actually, it's actually pretty interesting for you. I'm going to go ahead and play a TikTok I found on it just to give you an overview of what it is and then we can hop into
1: it. Of the lion killing chimps in the Congo. So in the Congo they've got two different names for chimps, one is the tree beaters and the other is the lion killers. This is said to be a photo of one from the early 1900s, it's a lot larger than normal chimps which they're said to be in a region of the Congo that's extremely hard to get to and the locals say that they're a rare subspecies that can get up to six feet tall and over 300 pounds. This is a more recent picture of one that many say is real. As you can see, it's bigger than the dudes behind them, which is just insane for a chimpanzee. They've also found skulls from these chimps that have a ridge on the top of their skull, which is more of a gorilla trait. It's not normal for chimps to have those. Pretty crazy.
0: Alright, so after stumbling upon this TikTok, I don't know why it was so interesting or what kind of gave me the inspiration to do the research. But I thought it was an interesting story. You know, I think whenever you hear about kind of like um, apes that are tree beaters or lion killers or really large, you kind of start to get, you know, a little, you get fascinated by it. And essentially I did a little bit of a deep dive research on it, more so than the TikTok I just saw. And really what it comes down to is that, you know around 1996 a gentleman by the name of Amando um, kind of did some research and, and went into deep forest Congo trying to identify if there's a new species of this breed between ape and gorilla. Now the reason why people thought it was so interesting is because there's skulls within Berlin and that's originally where Amando is from and these skulls have a larger brow line which indicates some type of features of gorilla so they thought that there was a gorilla hybrid match and the reason why it was interesting is because they were saying that these gorillas get six feet tall 300 pounds okay and it really started to come in through the locals so in 1996 a gentleman by the name of Amanda which I just said did a research expedition into the forest where he would have found these skulls that looked a little bit different. um, And he bought a picture of two gentlemen who was holding a large ape in it. And this kind of sparked this, I don't want to say like kind of story of these magical hybrid species apes. And it's really interesting too because it came out during the time of Congo And that movie was really interesting. And it's almost like this expedition inspired that movie. But man, when I was a kid and I watched that movie and I saw a gorilla that could speak sign language and it came out words, you know, and it'd be like, hello, Mary, want, pretty. And you think about that. And then like you think about the movie and how they're going to get diamonds and there's these killer ape gorillas. That's literally kind of the Hollywood, um, projection of it because what they said is that this species kind of grayed earlier and they had different calls now and it really sparked a lot in the media at the time and what happened is Amanda really wanted to continue to study the apes in the Congo and because of the civil wars and a result of issues with Congo that had to wait so in my opinion it kind of was a legend that festered in it's like you kind of think about these things and people's imaginations get the best of them and my in in all reality like you think about bigfoot and in you know how bigfoot has turned into what it is now i mean it's like or sasquatch you know and it's like you get these ape-like species that have all of this kind of fanfare behind it and like what you've seen at night and things like that well the research went on and eventually Amanda teamed up with one Sherry Williams and Sherry Williams had, you know, a PhD in alternative psychology and they had twenty thousand dollar um scholar they had a twenty thousand dollar grant from National Geographic that allowed them to come back in and do the research. But like where the story gets really weird is like Amanda was just trying to do research, to kind of understand what was going on and apparently Sherry Williams was creating like larger and more stories in the media about these apes and these creatures. And it kind of led into this whole issue where it was leading. It was emphasizing things more without applying a science or a research approach. So from there, what you have is kind of like this, the media spinning up this story about these mystery apes. Kind of going in and and going back in this concept originally from the TikTok talking about the tree beaters, the lion killers, and the gentleman in the first story kind of was really emphasizing it based on TikTok clickbait for which I call it, and then I am doing podcast clickbait just stealing from him, but it seems like the original source of this information was actually a YouTuber that put it out there. And he did a really good job of hypothesizing it. And I'm gonna go ahead and play this clip right now.
1: 50 to 55 kilometers from Billy, in the forests around Gangu. This was because of an influx of human activity in the area due to gold found there. The apes had grown wearier of people and moved. Hicks and company noted nothing particularly gorilla-y about these guys. They supposedly do most of the same things that chimps do. More DNA samples were tested, this time from feces, and were found to belong again to the eastern chimpanzee. That was pretty much the end of it. Hicks said, I see nothing gorilla about them. The females definitely have a chimp's sex swellings. They pant hoot and tree drum and so on. Hicks and colleagues published a new comprehensive paper describing the chimps of the Billy Weyer region in 2019. They completely ignore any and all mention of the giant aggressive ape controversy of a decade ago and simply report on everything found about these chimps. There are no large aggressive lion killer chimborillas wandering the forests of the Democratic Republic of the Congo. There is a unique population of chimps in the region that are simply just slightly culturally distinct from other populations pretty much the only physical traits that distinguish the billy or bondo apes from other chimps are slightly larger heads slightly larger overall size and that many gray relatively early in their lives how can these admittedly so
0: after listening to that clip i kind of sped up but there was multiple research done into it and you know the gentleman before so i think his name is so amando and i can't even i'm like clark hicks um teamed up so sherry williams sherry williams is out of the picture and clark with clark hicks and amando team up and they go back in the congo and what they find within the research is, is pretty interesting because, you know, they keep going back to this point that it's an Eastern ape. That's what the DNA profile is saying. You know, and other people got really frustrated saying that that DNA profile was probably subject to some type of um, um, interference with human or chimp. Or people really wanted it to be this magical chimp kind of gorilla species. But come to find out, the only variation within this chimp and the Eastern chimp is it has a brow line. There's different characteristics within the culture, which states in the video, and that they have ground nests. So I guess what's really interesting is that the majority of the time, only gorillas make ground nests. It's not necessarily seen in the ape species. So for the apes to come in and make these ground nests, it's really interesting because it's differentiated from other ape cultures. Now, what's really interesting to me whenever I listen to it is is it's fascinating how there can be different species and cultures within apes and how they can take on these kind of things that they're learned and taught. And it really, it's really interesting because if anyone listens to Joe Rogan, he always goes back to this concept of of the only difference, the only reason why humans elevated in the species we are now is because we took mushrooms. And mushrooms was this ability for our mind to kind of have these neurological connections and create more of a community and work together and etc. We lost kind of our muscle atrophy throughout the time and process. Now it's interesting because you think about these ground apes you think about these different species and it's and it's so fascinating how as humans we are always looking to apes chimps and gorillas or for some type of knowledge or insight into our ancestry like they hold the key and you know for me when people talk about like you know, um things that happen within the human species and how it matches with gorillas. It's just it's interesting because it's like why didn't the other gorillas or species evolve as quickly as humans and how are humans able to evolve so quickly? You know, you think about Neanderthal species and how they think, you know, they died out in some time the majority of them were actually located in northern Europe. Um and, and, and also in Central Europe and there's different Neanderthal species. And what they said essentially is come to find out is they mated with other people, and that's kind of what in in created this process of inbreeding and where you have the human species homo sapiens interacting with Neanderthals now. What's what's happening now is like if you look at all the genome, genome profiles, you kind of find out that Neanderthal in itself is in a lot of different bloodlines and that potentially could have happened as it relates to people from Europe. Now, what's also really interesting is South Park did this parody show of it one time where they were making fun of white people for saying they, they identify as Neanderthal and other people judging them. And it was actually a pretty good joke, but I digress. So going back to the Congo and these chimps, Another interesting thing that came up as I was doing research is I guess three days ago, someone had kidnapped two chimps from a zoo in Congo and they were asking for a ransom for the chimps, which is insane. And I guess they were asking, essentially, they took the chimps and the zookeeper who owned the chimps ended up getting a WhatsApp message saying that they need six figures or they're going to kill the chips and the whole family. So, you know, it's, it's really, I don't know, it's a really interesting story that came up. But what type of person kidnaps chimps? I mean, that's insane. So, essentially, I brought you this story. I did some research. did something a little bit different. You know, tell me how y'all like it. And uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow.